911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. Today, I thought we would put you on the hot seat, Clint, and have you come up with a topic for us to talk about today. You know, something that's really been kind of pinging at me recently that I want to experience. I want to do it the right way and see where it takes me. I want to try intermittent fasting to starting out by doing a four-day fast. And as I speak this, I haven't told Ashley about this. It's something that I've thought about regularly since we actually listened to a podcast a few weeks ago about it. And I want to take that leap and see where my willpower and just my almost adventurous spirit takes me with it. So I'm sure as you listen to this, we've all seen intermittent fasting as potentially being another one of the fads, but there's actually a great deal of health benefits surrounding that. And I want to preface this episode by saying that this in no way is an indicator for you to go about doing this on your own, but instead Clint sharing his own personal endeavors as to him wanting to do this fast. Exactly. And thank you for throwing that out there because I would never want anyone to do something that they're not comfortable with doing. I want to approach this not only on a personal level to see how strong I can be, but also to see what it really does for me. If I can really clean myself out to almost kick my body back into that status of just invincibility. So it sounds to me like you want to use this as a jumpstart to really start to excel your own health and fitness journey. And that's just me knowing everything else that you have outside of this conversation that surrounds this. Yeah, it's something that I've wanted to try. A lot of people are into it and there's a lot of proven benefits behind it. And it's not something that I want to do on a regular basis like a lot of people do for weight loss or anything like that. I just want to really experience what it is that people are really talking about and what they're saying on energy levels, how after those first two days that your energy goes through the roof. And I've heard that, you know, that lack of carbohydrate intake and and lack of food intake affects your sleep. And, and I'm prepared for that. And that's something that I'm going to have to really look at and see how it affects me. But I don't know unless I try it. Yeah. So what I would recommend um, coming from just a health perspective and <clears throat> excuse me, the knowledge that I do have on um, it, it's typically a three day fast. Actually, the podcast that we had listened to, it was actually a Chinese doctor, a Chinese medicine doctor that wanted to take it a step further to see 
um, what it was that he was able to detox on that fourth day. So that's why he did it for a fourth day. And a lot of the times we consider fasting as like you're not allowed to have anything. And one of the most important things is making sure that you are staying hydrated. And there are many variations of the, and I'll just call it the three-day fast. And that's the one that Clint, I would encourage you to further research before you decide to start. And of course, we'll talk about this some more. But what people don't often realize is that it's not necessarily necessarily the three-day fast that's important. It's actually the reintegration of the foods thereafter and what it is that you do start to reincorporate into your body after you've completed the fast. And that's honestly what really excites me with that is listening to that doctor talk about incorporating bone broth and then some seafood into his diet that first day that he started eating again. And I was really thinking it would be really cool to have, to not starve yourself, just to fast for those days and then eat something as simple as bone broth and just for that to be so nutrient rich, but not only that, but the flavors that you're receiving with it. And it's just going to expand my horizons when it comes to food or whatever else it may be. Yeah, certainly. And after a fast like that, um, especially in the way that this particular man had described actually ending his fast, it it requires so much discipline that there's no sense of satisfaction that's greater than being able to consume that first nutrient after you've been on a fast for so long. And um, I think it's it's really important to point out that it's an individual choice. And when it comes to researching, I think it's important to also be able to know that it's okay for you to make modifications in order to allow this sort of diet to work best for you. And one, one thing that I think for me really sparked my interest in terms of the concept was he's trying to move it away from it just being another diet fad. And the way that he explains it is when we get down to the primitive nature of our our human biology, we used to be hunters and we've never had such access to food in the way that we do now. I mean, it's so simple for us to just open up that refrigerator and to eat on the drop of a dime. But coming from really the, the primal aspect of things, we never got to eat that way before. We would hunt and then we would eat and it would be a long amount of time, sometimes much longer than others, to where we would be able to find food again, to be able to consume, to just eat to live. And now we eat for gratification. We eat out of boredom. We eat for many other many other reasons. And I think that was one thing that really sparked my interest because we don't we don't always take food into consideration when it comes to just living. We take it for granted so many of the times. Yeah, and it's something we we experience so often of eating at that drop of a dime. I mean, right here as we speak, I have a bowl of grapes sitting next to me that is something that it's calling to me because we're we're hungry, you know. That's it's that willpower that we have to really bring into everyday life. It's, am I stronger than that actual need of being hungry? I don't know where this journey may take me. There's a lot of minerals and, and other, 
almost additives that I need to give to myself on a daily basis that I need to make sure I have that squared away. But it's something also that I want to make sure that I'm not malnourishing myself. So when I reincorporate food into my everyday life, I really start to change my way and outlook on food like I did almost a year and a half, two years ago now where I lost 80 pounds. It's so important for us to change our relationship with food compared to eating for enjoyment and eating more for a necessity compared to that. Absolutely. And I I know that for you, um, we had had this discussion in depth when it comes to fueling our body for sustenance versus just fueling our minds, right? Or just fueling that sense of gratification. But every food choice that we look at, asking ourselves, like, is this going to fuel my body? Is this going to make me feel like shit on an emotional level or a physical level if I do consume this product? And it takes a lot of willpower and a lot of discipline to be able to overcome that hump. But when you're constantly reinforcing that element of food, based on every single thing that you put into your mouth, or even if you're out at a restaurant, it like it's possible for you to eat out every single day and to still eat completely healthy. I had this conversation with a client and she was talking to me about how sometimes when the whole office goes out to eat, it's nearly impossible for her to be like, okay, well, let me just bring something and then like pop it onto the restaurant table. And I get that. But even doing something like going to name any fast food restaurant that you can think of, you can ask them for a chicken burger, right? So like just a chicken, but without without the bun. And you can ask them for a side salad and then cut up that chicken and put it on top of the salad and boom, you just turn any fast food restaurant into a place where you can consume your vegetables and your proteins. Yeah, and it's that's something that I really experienced when I first started my weight loss journey and and finding that you know being a police officer it's not always easy to find easy and convenient but also healthy it's hard to find those you have to actually intentionally look for it over the time that I did that I found what worked for me And that's actually worked for some of my clients as well. And it's amazing to see the results that can stem from it. For sure. So as we go about this, as you listen to this, we will certainly keep you updated because if Clint does this, of course, he can't be doing it on his own. And I would encourage him to just continue his research before he dives into this and to develop an actual plan. And we've talked about this many times that Clint and I treat our relationship very much like a business relationship because that's the way that we ensure consistency. That's the way that we ensure follow up. And that's the way that we ensure support. So we'll check back in with you guys next time.